Good afternoon. Welcome to the Coffee Run. Really excited to talk to you. It is episode number 555 and I thought that I would come to you live today from my office because I've been filming in here today and it's been a whole bunch of fun. So I thought I would share a little bit about what I'm doing because I figured that that might be something that can help you. So for years and years and years and years and years, I, well, I got over myself <laughs> many years ago and decided that I needed to find a way or find the, the confidence to do uh, like video blogging. Now, it's really funny. There was a, there was a comment that a gentleman made over on LinkedIn uh, yesterday or the day before actually and made mention because we I was talking about confidence and and the importance of you know sharing your message far and wide and you know doing the thing that you need to do and he said oh you, you seem you seem very confident and you know happy to throw yourself out there words to that effect and I and I actually just said well actually <laughs> it hasn't always been this way and it's absolutely been a a work in progress for me. It's something that I, it, it's, it's not something that I felt happy doing. It wasn't something that I felt confident doing. It wasn't something that I wanted to do very regularly. But the thing that I did know, and this is going back even in 2011 when I started creating and filming videos and video blogs and things like that, it was something that I knew most people have got this uh, a massive fear around, right? They they say I think that some of the like in the, the the fear of public speaking is one of like what humans like top five fears I think, and and when we I can't remember the actual number. I'm being the top, might even be in the top three. I think flying is one of them. Uh, public speaking is another one, and I I can't remember what else there are. So those two are really high, right? And I was like, oh, I'd fly anywhere. I have no issue with flying at all. But public speaking, and there's different ways of public speaking. Public speaking was a really big kind of like, ooh, <laughs> because I was so petrified of losing my words, losing my train of thought, looking like a complete dill, uh, having people judge me, having you know negative feedback. Uh, criticism, all of that kind of thing. And so I, I put off creating videos for quite some time. I knew that it was something that I had to do, but I, I put it off and I put it off and I put it off. It's it's really uh, actually quite hilarious. Finding um, there were some blogs that I've written recently where I reflect back on what it was like back in 2010 and 2011 in, in those first couple of years of, of building my business and, and how hard it was, how, how insecure I was, how scared I was of, of things not working, uh, that I would just, I would do everything, right? I, I just, I made the decision back then that I would do everything that I could possibly do in order to get myself out there, get my message out there and make it happen and really get past this whole, um, you know, feeling of, I've got to straight here, <laughs> this feeling of not being confident. I knew that I had to put that aside. So looking back through some photos there's some hilarious photos of me with like curly hair and you know pulling silly faces and 
got the white sheet background and, and stuff like that. It's just really, it's really interesting. And I, I needed to, I guess what I decided to do is I needed to put aside my fears and my lack of confidence and kind of just come back to, all right, what is it that I need to do? So here's the interesting thing. And today's topic is all about batching your shits, right? Just batching your content, batching your emails, batching your social media stuff. So batch creating is where I will sit down and I will create, 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 and then schedule and disseminate stuff around the internet from there. All the I have systems these days to do that for me, but I used to do it all manually. So I would go in and pre-create a whole ton of those picture quotes that you've seen, the between the eyes emails that I used to email out all the time. I was, I was talking to Jess, my OBM yesterday, and I said, oh, I haven't done any of those in ages. I'll, I'll go and um, do some more between the eyes posts. But I do the same thing with video blogs. And I haven't filmed videos in, I haven't filmed actual video blogs for a couple of years, I, I think. And it's not because I don't, like it. It was just because I just decided to not and just really focus on written content and being really in the moment. And what I realized last week was I filmed a, a four-part video training series for you guys called Rock Your Marketing. You've, you've probably seen it going out all over the internet. And um, if you want to be in that, just Flick me a message and I'll make sure that you get the correct link because there's been something funky going on apparently. Um, filmed that and I had such a blast filming it. I was like, I don't understand why I haven't filmed video blogs in so long. This is really funny. One of the reasons I know why I do put it off is the lighting situation makes me grumpy and the creating a set conversation, the creating the set, not even conversation, the, 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 the detail around that makes me annoyed. <laughs> it's like, I've got to get the right, the, the lighting right. I've got to try and get where I'm right. I've got to try and make the background right. It's like all of this detail and it's just quite frustrating actually. So what I spent some time doing yesterday, and this is where batch creating becomes really important. I sat down in my lounge area and I've lost my piece of paper that I wanted to show you. That's, here it is. I'm like, okay. Let's get clear. If I was to do some, if I was to film, batch film, a whole blog, a, a series of blogs, how many ideas can I come up with? So I've got 17 that I wrote down on my little piece of paper here. And it's like, all right, I can, I can do that. I might not film 17 of them, but I know that I can, I can probably get, you know, a good six to eight done probably in a day. So I thought I might share with you how I do that and let me know if this is helpful for you. So the very first thing that I did was I sort of sat down as you do and originally I was actually just sort of thinking, well, what are the, with my laptop, like what are the problems that I know you guys have, what do I hear every day? What do I, what do people complain about to me every day? What are they worried about? What are they feeling not confident about? What are they frustrated by? What do you want? What do you not want? That kind of thing, right? So I was sitting down and I was like, all right, well, we've got the scattered gun approach to marketing where, you know, we've got uh, some big names in the marketing world will tell you to be present on every single platform. 
right? Be present on every platform, be omnipresent, be everywhere, work it, work it, work it, you know, hustle or die. Um, if you're asleep, you can be hustling. I'm like, fuck that shit, um, is my personal opinion. I've, I've got, but I, I like to sleep actually. Uh, but so like scattered gun marketing was kind of like trying to spread your shit everywhere and not having anything that you kind of specialize in, I think is a problem. So I've got about that, but like, how do we choose a niche? The number of times I've heard people say, I don't know who my ideal client is. I don't know how to connect with them. I don't know how to engage with them. I don't know how to choose. I don't want to cut out half my market. Uh, all of this kind of thing. It's like, right, well, that's a, that's a huge thing. Um, not knowing how to create connection. How many of you don't know how to create connection via your content and on your pages? I, I hear it all the time right? Where people will say, well, like that nobody's watching my stuff. Nobody's commenting. No one's replying. I don't even get a like, uh, you know, things like that. So we're wanting to know how to create connection. And, and one of the points on that actually, that I think is really important for, for everybody to be reminded of on a regular and consistent basis is that there are many, many people who will follow you who won't comment until they feel safe. And different people feel safe in, in different ways, right? So case in point, there's a, a, a gorgeous lady who actually won Queen of Contentology uh, this, uh, in February. I've got to put a post up about that actually. Thank you for reminding me, Nicola, as she says to herself. <laughs> Her name's Janine. And, and we were doing something the other day and she, it might've been yesterday actually, or, or Sunday, and she made comment about a red dress that I was wearing the other day and I know in a photo, I wasn't literally wearing it the other day. It was in an image that I posted. And she said, oh, I think this is the first dress that I saw you in when I started following you. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I, the, the photo that I put up was from something like 2011, the actual photo that I posted with that blog. And I said that I also had some professional, I had a, a photographer, take some photos of me on some sand dunes out here. If you want to, to see some amazing uh, footage, uh, not footage, um, an environment in my back garden, if you guys go and Google Perry Sandhills, there's like massive sand dunes and it's, it's just, it's so spectacular, like in, in, the, in the outback. And uh, so one of these, one of the photo shoots that I needed to have, I was working with a PR company in the, in the US and they said, oh, we need a photo of you. And one of the things that we want to highlight is the fact that you live in the middle of nowhere. I've gone, okay, cool. So I went and had a photo shoot done and I had the big red dress that it was like all billowy and beautiful and, and whatever. It was, it was, it was really fun to do. And that was the first photo that she saw. And that so happened to be in was either 2014 or 2015. Now, this lady didn't buy from me as far as I know, like bought directly from me, hadn't purchased from me directly prior to January this year. I had not seen her name pop up in any of my videos. I had not seen her name pop up in any of my emails. She hadn't responded as far as I know to any emails that I had sent. And I, I manage my own inbox, right? So I, if, if you send me an email, I reply. If you send me a message on Facebook, I reply. It, it's something that I really uh, pride myself in 
is is maintaining that human connection with people and and if you email me i reply back to you unless you're an asshole and then i'll probably just put it in the bin <laughs> which none of you are going to do that because you're all lovely uh but it's you know it's it's happened people have you know blah blah me and i'm just like eh, delete i'm not even replying to that so um yeah, I, I hadn't seen any interaction from her at all, yet she'd said that she'd been following me since she'd seen this particular photo, that that photo first went out, and that was 2014 or 2015. So this particular woman, if we imagine 2015 to 2021, that's a good five or six years, depending on when it was that year she saw it, five or six years before she even became visible to me, before she even spent any money. Now, obviously, in a ideal situation, we don't want people to wait five or six years to spend money with you, right? But it happens. And it can take like that five or six years before it's the right time, before they feel safe, before they comment publicly. This particular woman had not publicly commented on anything as far as I know um, throughout that whole time. So what happens, what people do from a, um, from a connection perspective is that they can still feel really connected to you via your content without them commenting, without them liking, without them sharing, without them hitting reply, without them PMing you, without them reaching out in any way, shape or form. It doesn't mean they don't feel connected. It doesn't mean that they're not watching. It doesn't mean they're not listening. It just means that, that Perhaps the timing's just not right for them or what you've been putting out isn't compelling enough for them yet to go, all right, yes, I'm in, shut up and take my money. Please, you know, let's go, let's bring this shit on, right? Uh, so remember that. Remember that not everybody is going to be so quick to show you that they're feeling connected to you. I tend to uh, not comment very much. I'll comment on friends' posts and things, um, and I'll comment on on client stuff, but I don't tend to comment on on general content. And part of the reason for that is that I just I just don't. But what's curious is that my husband can comment on something or comment on a post that I'm not following, and I'm not friends with the person, or maybe I'm not liking or following the page. Dominic can, can comment on something and it comes up as a notification in my feed that he has commented on XYZ post. So even if like, and, and some people don't like that, right? Some people don't want everybody to see or their friends to see what they're commenting on. And, and it does depend on what's going on. You know, if it's in a private group, then those notifications don't go over into your newsfeed. But if it's a public page or a public post, then you, you will sometimes get those notifications. So that creating connection, not everybody wants the whole world to see what they're commenting on or who they're following, right? It's just they, they, they like that sense of privacy. They might like that sense of anonymity. Um, they might like that sense of just not being public, you know, who knows what, what drives people. So there's, there was that one that's, that I was like, right, yep, that's really important. The fear of rejection. Oh my God. Uh, the number of times in the, in the past that I wouldn't put myself out there or I wouldn't say something because I was so worried about reactions from people, or I wouldn't pick up the phone and make sales calls because I was, I was deathly afraid that someone would say no to me. 
And then I would make that all about me, of course, because, you know, that's what I would do. Uh, and that's what we think is, is really going on. But it's not necessarily, it's not necessarily about you why people say no. And the fact of the matter is this, when it comes to rejection, no one can actually reject you without your permission, right? Because it's all based on your interpretation. Someone can say no to you. That's not rejection. They're not asking, you know, you're not asking to marry them. You're not going through those important steps. It's like you might be saying to them, hey, I've got this program. Would you like to buy it? And if they say no, they haven't rejected you. They just said no. So this fear of rejection is really interesting because I, I remember for me, what I was worried about was that if they said no, then my self-worth was so highly uh, linked up with people buying from me or uh, people saying, yes, you're amazing or, you know, whatever, like basically that external validation that every time I heard a no, I was like, <laughs> it's like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? When, you know, there, there could be a billion reasons why somebody said no. It's, it's actually got nothing to do with you. So, you know, this, it's, it's interesting, this, um, these fears that we have around why we might not put, you know, put ourselves out there. So there's a whole bunch of other blogs that I came up with, as, as I told you. So, you know, I've got them all in here and we'll be filming some of them. I'll be writing some of them. But here's the thing that I think is super important. Sit down and start dumping out on a piece of paper or in a document all of the problems, the self-talk, the, the, the things that people say, the questions they ask you, like, what do I wear on video? There's a whole blog in that. Uh, and, and what you can do then, and I strongly encourage you to do this, is actually go and schedule some time for you to create things. So you could block out a whole day, you can block out a half day, do whatever it is that you need to do and sit your ass down or stand your butt up and, and just batch create your stuff. The interesting thing that happens is this, and this has happened right from day one for me. The more, if I batch create things, the first one or two things might be a little bit like, <laughs> could be a bit hard to kind of get going. But then once you've got one under your belt, particularly if it's a blog or a, an instructional video or a webinar or, a, you know, picture graphics, whatever you're doing, by the time you get some under your belt, the next ones become easier and easier and easier and then you kind of hit your flow zone and then it's just like, you know, the world kind of opens up and everything becomes easier and you're like, why didn't I just do this in the first place? Because the more we push back on it, the harder it is to get started, right? That's where procrastination lives. So one of the best things that I have found about batch creating is that it gets your content ready. It always is about solving problems. It reduces stress and overwhelm for you, right? So if you go and you spend some time batch creating everything for the week or everything for the fortnight or not everything, most things, then it gives you a whole ton of content to get ready with. It also means that you don't then land on a Monday and go, shit, I've got nothing created. I've got nothing scheduled. I've got, I've got nothing done. What am I going to do? How am I going to do it? Then you land in overwhelm mode and, and then nothing happens, right? It's just like, it's like this thing that just sort of like steamrollers and, and, and gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And we don't want that. Hey, Marilyn. Hey, Bridget. So the best thing that you can do is sit your butt down and make a plan. So plan it, 
then work out exactly what it is that you're going to do, what you're going to say, how you're going to say it, and then batch create your things. And then go back and edit things if you need to and schedule it. All right, it'll it'll save you a whole ton of time. So this is what I am doing today. I am batch filming our blogs for you so that you've got some cool stuff that you can work on. And we're going to start sharing those after I've edited them, which will happen in the very near future. So on that note, you know what you need to do. You need to get yourself out there, go help some people, have a whole ton of fun doing it. Most of all, remember that the world is ready for your brand of awesome. And of course, it goes without saying that if you want help with this, we have got Visible, the immersive experience happening towards the end of this month. And then you have the whole of April where I get to kick your ass and hold you accountable and make sure that you're actually implementing the stuff that you learn because without implementation, nothing freaking happens. So that's your job. All right, my friends, have an awesome and fabulous day. And if I don't see you before, I will see you tomorrow. You're awesome.